Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the radio.com app, and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 happy Saturday morning. I hope everybody listening is having a wonderful start to their weekend. Uh, but I will ask a question to the most important person, Will. That's right. How you doing, man? What's That's happening? That's right. The most important person in the room. I, none of this happens. I, I'd like to think that I'm the uh, I'm the big fat star of this show, and that everything rotates uh, around me, and the, mm-hmm. the the world that is the sinner and the saint uh, is is only orbiting my son. You are basically the Danny DeVito of this show. Whoa! You just sit around and you scream, and you're kind of funny. Okay. And you were in Matilda. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much it. Hey, checks out. Checks out for me. Oh, and the uh, twins connection, right? He was in twins. I have twins. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Danny DeVito. I'll oh, take yeah. that. I forgot he was in twins. Yeah. Well, I forgot about twins. I can't forget <laughs> I the Danny say, DeVito. Say, you didn't forget yeah. that he was in it. You yeah. just forgot. That I that forgot about the movie Twins. Yeah, that yeah. was great. There's there's a lot of those movies out there where it's like you can't really separate the person from the movie. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't say he's like in it. No, like... Like, you can forget that, like, the star of what movie is not in that movie. You could forget Paul Rudd was in Clueless. You could very oh, easily sure, forget but that. he didn't star in Clueless. He was the co-star. Was he? Yes. He was the love interest. He was well, the co-star. Eh, okay. Well, would, yes. did, would he have won? You could forget wait, Leonardo wait, 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 wait. DiCaprio was in Gangs of New York. You easily could forget that. Wow. I don't think so. But oh. would, would you have given Paul Rudd the the starring actor role or would he have been a supporting actor if he was nominated for an Oscar for Clueless? It would have been supporting actor. He wasn't the star of that movie. Uh, he wouldn't have won best actor. He wouldn't no, have won best supporting. No, he wasn't supporting. the star of it, but yeah. now let me flip it even harder on you here. So, Are you ready? Sure. I'm about to flip this. How do they classify supporting? About to pick you up, flip you over, and oh. then just give you this take. Whoa. You ready for it? No, not the way that you just uh, thrust. Too bad. Okay. Here it comes. Yeah, do it. Django Unchained. Who's the star of that movie? Well, you're going to say it's not Jamie Foxx. Well, no, he didn't win the Oscar. Well, so you're saying... Christoph Waltz did. But did he win for supporting Best actor? supporting actor. Supporting but he actor, he won though. the biggest award. No, he didn't. Okay. The biggest Let's go award. another one. Okay. You ready for it again? Sure. Go ahead. All right. I flipped you the first time. Let's flip you back over and okay. give you another hot take. Wait. Which? Now, where boy, are, are you exhausted? Take? Jeez. You are right. just spent from the yes, first yes. take. Okay. Your this take. next take is going to just okay. take you over okay. the top. Okay. Just take. Michael Clayton. You ever seen that movie? No, I have not. It's pretty great. Is it? Better yeah. than Twins? 
Oh man, yeah. Let's not. Because honestly, we're already screwing off here. Do we have enough? Because uh, I mean, you want to get to it? What at like nine forty-five? What's better, Michael Clayton or Twins? You you lay out your case for both movies. Michael Clayton, best actor in that movie. I don't don't know who's in that movie. (laughs) That you just asked if I've seen the movie. I don't even know who's in that movie. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Maybe not the best example. Okay. But you tried, which I appreciate. George Clooney, oh. supporting actor, one eh. best Oscar. You know Michael Clayton. You know Michael Clayton, right? You know Michael Clayton. That law movie? By George Clooney in Michael Clayton. Okay. Who, who's the star of that movie? Oh, I, I actually don't even know who's in that. I, I know George Clooney's in that movie. Okay. I couldn't Did name you watch the it? other people. Did you watch I the movie? I have watched Michael Clayton. Okay. I can confirm that. Tell me more about this Michael Clayton character. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Um, something happened this morning that I I was a little shocked by. Okay. I took the first ever lift ride that I remember not being in a Toyota. But here's the irony of it, is I took the lift ride from the Toyota dealership. I drive a Camry, mm. dropped it off at Toyota. They're like, oh, yeah, let me get you a lift. 99% of the time, Toyota Prius. One time, I rode in a Toyota Camry. It's always a Toyota. I get a lift this morning from Toyota. Lexus. Whoa, you got a Lexus? Yeah, a Lexus lift. Well, driver. you know what they say about Lexuses, right? No. They're Toyotas with other seats. Well, of course they are. So they say about them, but that's yeah. I think I think that's actual factual. It's a Toyota with leather seats. Sure, I get that, but still. So what? Your mind got blown by the fact that you had somebody in a Lexus like, picking you up. I was like, wait, did I not get a Toyota? I just assumed that like all the Priuses on the lot, they're like, oh yeah, these are preset for lift rides, and then they just have a guy that just rolls off the lot with it. So you're trying to tell me that you feel like you missed out on not getting a Prius. I don't know that I missed out. No, the Lexus was it was nice. It was the weird little hatchback one though, a lot smaller than I expected. I was thinking some luxury. Yeah, I'd be wanted like an S class, right? I mean, wanted the big old SUV, act like a soccer mom. I sit back in there, and you've got the fully reclining rear seats with like the the. Yep, those did the sounds. But yeah, no, got got the Lexus from Toyota. Nice. Yeah. So what are you gonna do with it? Well, no, I it was a lift ride. What even what am I gonna do with it? Oh, I thought they gave you the. No, rental I didn't do the car. Rental. No, I didn't. I, last time I did that, I didn't want to go through the paperwork because it's only like they already text me and the car's ready. Okay, right. So, so you didn't want to show, go through the paperwork of getting a rental car. Yeah. Well, I don't need a rental car. And then they go, oh, well, do you want to get insurance on it? I'm, I'm driving like oh, you gotta get nine, nine minutes. Oh, yeah, I know. Right? You have to. Ooh, I did. I did have the incident where I uh, got the windshield uh, rock right in the dead center of the windshield oh, on the car yeah. with no insurance. And they'll friggin', and they'll friggin charge you for they it. They tried. They tried. I ended up paying like half what they wanted to do. I, I, really? I negotiated. You them out of it? Oh, yeah. It's all, all kinds of pissed off. Well, I tried to, I tried to, get to like, I was like, oh, that was everyone I got it. And then uh, <laughs> that didn't work. That didn't work. I and love that, it that you tried that, oh, and yeah. then they called you out, and you go, all right, shift strategies. Here yeah, we go. Totally. Let's go to the second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. What, what are you going to do? I was in Texas, and I drove across the state. They returned it to a different place, and I'm like, hey, yeah. they never checked in this car, but that chip. I might have been there before we got it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll make sure that you don't get charged for it. And I was like, thanks, Jeff. And then I left, and then they sent me the bill for it. Mm. And they're like, well. So Jeff screwed you. Yeah, he really did. Mm. He was he was no help whatsoever. So then, but, like, he just said it so, like, throwaway line. Like, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you, mm. buddy. He didn't got me. No, and I'll tell you something yeah. right now. I worked at a rental car place after college for about a little under a year. Short sleeve and a tie. Uh, I had to go long sleeve and a tie. Oh, you were pretty high up then. Uh, no, I wasn't. Were you um, in the management training program? I was in the management training it's program. That's safe. This is what I'm saying. That's not that high up though. I, I didn't. Well, but you didn't get away with short sleeves and a tie. No, I didn't get away with no. short sleeves tie. Now I got away with coming over to uh, coming to work on Monday, very hungover. Did they? Did they put you on the poster for the? A lot of former athletes are working for. Enterprise. They did, and they yeah. actually had me holding a football in one hand yeah. and keys in the other. That's and then they one... photoshopped new teeth on me. <laughs> did they? Yeah. Tell me that's true. That's pretty ridiculous. I know. And that's I was fantastic. like, those are my teeth. And they yeah. were like, we know. Yeah, they like, gave you, did well. they give you a grill? No. No. 
That's no. unfortunate. That was past the time. Yeah. So how many Uber rides have you taken? Have you ever taken one that was outside zero. of a... You've never taken an I've Uber? I've literally z- taken zero Uber rides. And I'll tell you this, and I'll get really? up on my high horse right now on this. Yeah, go nuts. I do not support people in the gig economy until they can get health care. Wait. So they shouldn't make any money until they get health care? No, I don't want to give money to Uber, and I don't want to oh, give money to Lyft until sure. they start giving those people health care. Okay. And I get it. Like, I, I had a buddy that I went to Mount Hood Community College with. That's right. Mount Hood Community College. This is after your management training from Enterprise. Where dreams come true. Yes. Well done. Anyways, you were, you were going to gripe. You were going to get on your millennial. Uh, Where was I? You were griping about the gig economy. That's right. The gig economy. All yeah. right. Here we go. Yeah. And we'll get Sorry. into cancel culture in the next segment. Thank you. Yeah. I had to kind of yeah. get myself done there. Um, all right. So I had a buddy who I went to Mount Hood with who did uh, one of the two. I think he did Lyft or something. Sure. And he was like, dude, I did everything the Internet told me to, which mm-hmm. is like park your ass at an airport. Yep. Get outside an airport, like take people from there, uh, you know, work weekend nights because that's when drunk people need rides. Sure. You know, and just all the tips and tricks. He was like, I think I made a net profit after gas of like 50 bucks. And that's it. Wait, in what time period? In a week? Like in a month. In a month? Because he li- because Woo! if you don't live next to a friggin' airport, yeah, like there's no point because you're going to have to drive back. And the guy was driving like a Nissan Sentra yeah. or like the smaller version of a Nissan. Sure. So it's fine on gas, not an SUV. And so after that, I was kind of like, God, that really sucks. You worked like every weekend and you did uh, the airport thing you know, during the wait for a whole month and you made a net profit after gas, after whatever they take, How which net? is 50 bucks. So net is what you're saying. Yeah, that's just it. 50 after bucks. expenses. Um, yeah, that's, that's not part good. of it. That's not good. No. Well, and, and then in the Bay Area, it gets real bad because you have all the people that drive in from, the, nobody can afford to live near the San Francisco, Oakland airports. So then you have everybody that drives in from the surrounding areas and they'll just park and sleep in their cars and try to get those shifts in, won't see their family. I agree that it's effed up. Sure, but at the same time, it's free with my uh, my service at uh, the old uh, Toyota of Portland up there. It's because you're a you're a consumer. You just what else? Should I rent a car instead? Gross. Yeah, rent a car. I did last time. It was inconvenient. I'm about convenience. I'm about the convenience of the modern uh, society. I'm and a if, convenient boy. <laughs> and well, and I'll tell you what. If, if your buddy was doing what uh, my Lyft driver was doing this morning, mm-hmm. you know what she was going to do? She's, she's like, I'm just doing a short morning. I'm going to get a couple fares in and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, add that to the little bank account. Then I'm going to go home and I'm going to work on my epic fantasy novel. So Did there you, you ask go. her about the novel? Yeah. She's, uh, it's an epic fantasy that is going to combine the worlds of uh, somebody else's books uh, where they do human sacrifices and there'll probably be a dragon in it. But she hasn't decided 100% because she's still editing one of her prior works. Uh, I will bet however much money. If you can get the name of her information and whatever. Well, she's Leilani. Okay. And she drives a Lexus. I will put what else do you need? an intense amount of money yeah. on a bet that it's it's somehow ero- uh, uh, erotic. No, it wasn't. We actually oh, talked about that. No, no. no it, wait a second. You talked about that with your yes. Lyft driver? The one that she's editing is a romantic fantasy. And I was so like, that's well, erotic. And then she goes, and then the one I'm working on is an epic fantasy. I go, what's the difference? And she goes, well, instead of getting into the bow chicka bow wow, she goes, we just go fade to black in the epics. So they're still doing it, but they literally uh, leave out. Fade to black? What, what do you mean by that? Well, so instead of going, Will looked into... Cleopatra's eyes and the the dragon, you know, oh. got in the middle of it, and they all got all hot and steamy, and, oh my gosh. and and the man, the woman, and the dragon were all about to oh. fade to black. Well, wait, what? Yep, uh, you know, you just then you move on to the next thing, end of chapter, and what happened next was something no one will ever forget. So I don't get chapter it. three. Why would I want to read that when I could get because all the sizzle? Well, again, that's why you read the sizzle books. You read you read this because it's uh, it's better for kids. The teenage the the teen readers get into the epic adventure because it's the epic. It's more about you know what happens outside of the bedroom. Right, the I don't care fantasy, about that. The romantic fantasy, which is the one she's editing, uh-huh. that one's more about what happens in the bedroom. See, now I it, have. It depends on what book you're looking for, buddy. I have run many expensive polls uh, to try to get this information in the past. 
Well, okay. you've got it now. I do have it now. Yeah. Well, if, you, if, you you would, if you would support the gig economy, you well, would know this stuff. Let me tell you something. I had to sell a car to get this information. Okay. Like, it took a lot of resources. Sure, just shut up and say what I talked to a lot of women. Just shut up and start talking. I talked to a lot of women about why they read erotic novels. Because it's a huge friggin' business. Like, sure. Like, people buy those things. I was like, why would you buy? I, I've asked women this before. I go, why would you buy that? Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's it's a friggin' book. You got to read through the damn thing to even get to the part you really want. And Wait. they're like, they're like, oh, I just skipped to the part. <laughs> Do and they I'm, really? Yeah. And I'm like, what? Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Like, you buy the book. So you you buy, uh, you know, what it, what it, like, steam, lava loins, <laughs> steam engines of the old west or whatever oh, it is. My right? goodness. Yeah. And so you pick up that book, and then you just go on the internet and go, all right, what page do I need to go to for the steaminess of uh, old Cowboy Rick and uh, Lolita in uh, old uh, Tombsburg town? Yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I, I read maybe the first five, ten pages, get yeah. a get an idea of what's going on here. I learn about who these characters are. All right. See if they have any deformities, if they're beautiful on the outside or the inside. And then I go and read about yep. him doing it. And then I skip yeah. through until I see passion or member or hot sure. or fire or messy. Yeah. Same way, uh, same way you used to watch, uh, you know, the, uh, the Netflix, uh, American pie 12. You just go, all right, uh, are there boobs? And uh, when do I see them? Yeah. Or USA network. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, if you watched USA network as a kid in the nineties, like you just hoped there was some type of like, it's not boob, but it's like side boob. Sure. Or like two people laying in bed with like the blanket just covering at the collarbone. The lingerie moments mm. on silk stockings? Come on. Yeah. Who wasn't yeah. there for that? Um, That's like literally my weekends as a kid. I'll tell you, I, I, I have learned nothing, nothing from the last year. I mean, we have, we have all of these opportunities to learn about how uh, pandemics happen, how these things are spread. Uh, you know, you try to avoid dangerous situations, but last night I couldn't help it. I watched college basketball and I caught March Madness. I didn't have it last week, but now I've got it. It's a communicable disease and I got the fever. I got the fever. I'll tell you who gave it to me. Two teams, same, same letters, same colors, but I got it. I got the fever. I got the madness. We'll talk about it. Gross. March Madness next. Center and say, 10 the pan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Did you do it? Did you watch it? Will? Did you get caught up in uh, what used to be the Civil War basketball game last night in the Pac-12 tournament? You catch that hot beaver action last night? Actually, I didn't. Man, you missed a hell of a game. Oh, was it good? Your beeves were on fire. What was the final score? Uh, what was the final score? I don't have it off the top of my head. Um, Did they crack 80? I think they might have, actually. They uh, they were shooting the rock. They probably didn't. They didn't. They did not. No. Um, 
But oh. back they didn't they didn't crack seventy six. Well, seventy five sixty four was the final there score. There you go. There you go. That's a fantastic game. It it's not about the final score. Considering you know you look back and you go, oh well, at least it wasn't in the forties. Um, considering some of these college basketball games can go that way. Uh, but no, it was very entertaining. And I, I told you last week that I had not watched a single college basketball game and I just didn't feel any of the interest. But I'll tell you, man, you get a rivalry game like that. Oregon, all week the hype has been about, oh, Oregon's not a top 25 team. They need to get more respect. And I was watching the game with my brother who is a Ducks fan. And he just goes, man, I don't get all these people telling me that the the Ducks need to be ranked in the top 25. If they want respect, go out and earn it. And then I look... He's yelling from the other room, and I go, uh, why don't you look at the score right now? The Beavs were up 10, then they are up 12. At one point, they were up 18, I think, during the game. The Ducks did make a nice comeback, uh, but the the hot-shooting Beavs uh, were a little too much. Now they're playing for their second-ever opportunity to win the Pac-12 tournament. Would, the Pac-10 was the last time. Would you say this is a really big deal? A really big deal? No, if they win the tournament and, or win the uh, conference tournament and get into the big dance, I think it's a, a, a big deal. Would you say it's a little bit of a deal? It's it is definitely a little bit of a deal. Something of a of a kind of a deal. Well, what are you getting at? The top college basketball story on uh, ESPN uh, at that time when they did win, yeah, uh, was that Duke is not going to play in the tournament. Sure, they have they they played twenty four consecutive years in the tournament. That is a right. big story. That's a, that's a bigger story than Oregon State getting to a conference championship game. So now we knew that Duke probably didn't have a chance to get in the tournament. Well, right? they did because they could win the ACC tournament. They were scheduled yeah. to play against Florida State. Yeah. And all they had to do is beat Florida State. And then you get into the championship yeah. game against the winner of Georgia yeah. Tech, Virginia. Of course, Virginia mm-hmm. had a COVID case, so they're not playing. So now yeah. you got Georgia Tech and Florida State playing. Okay, see, this is what I'm going to bring up as one of my issues with college basketball. And believe you me, I am all... <laughs> Always a big You're fan. You're welcome to gripe about college basketball all you want. I'm talking about one basketball game, Ducks versus Beavers. I get it. Entertaining. I'm hooked. It was great. It was yeah. a very entertaining game. I went back and watched the highlights. I read the articles. I got swept up in the Twitterverse of Ethan it. Ethan Thomas Thompson was shooting t- uh, 26% on the season. Could not miss last night Could from three. Could not miss last night from three. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm happy about that. That's great. I will say, though, um, basically the type of excitement that uh, you and I have over this team it's in a it's in a, a hyperbolic chamber right it's 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 so hyperbolic or hyperbaric hyperbolic it's okay. it's trapped in time where basically yeah. we're just sitting here in the northwest and we're saying like how awesome is this that we beat a team that couldn't play over half their games because of the coronavirus this season how awesome is this that hey. we beat a team that now we go to the Pac-12 tournament and we pretty much have to win this game. Otherwise we will not get into the tournament, but I'll tell you what Duke, who, even if they did lose the ACC tournament would probably get finagled into the tournament anyway, because college basketball has gotten so lazy to a point (laughs) where they understand that they can't keep players anymore. They're all leaving after one year and there's nothing more entertaining than the idea that you can put money on games for teams that you can't name players as a casual fan. Why are you so angry that you can't enjoy your team? You're I wearing it. You're wearing your Oregon State sweatshirt right now. That's right. Even for a moment, you can't enjoy the fact that the Beavs beat the Ducks. The We're Ducks, done. the regular season Pac-12 champion, That's just right. fell to their rival from across the street. Yep. And now the Oregon State Beavers are one game against number 23 Colorado from going to the big Dance. Uh, you can't even like even for a moment you can't get the Oh I did. The I did. I enjoyed it. I in fact, I think I did in that say or in that last little uh rant for yeah, like before you griped like about three how seconds. I enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. If they win if they win the championship game, what, five seconds? Uh, five seconds, maybe a minute. No, I mean it, it's it's great. It is good. It, it's good it, to celebrate these still, type of there, things. There still is the, the for everything that's wrong with college basketball, and there's a lot wrong with college basketball. I don't disagree with you there. But for everything that's wrong with it, at some point, 
you're just putting kids on the floor playing for a moment that they're going to remember their entire lives. I was listening to our friends, uh, Dari and Mel, who, uh, Dari not here today, Katie was filling in, but Mel yeah. and they're talking, Katie and Mel are talking to Josh Passan. He is the coach of Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is playing in the ACC championship and they got there because Virginia had to, to opt out. And so the first question they asked him, they said, what, what are you telling your kids that, you know, really wanted a chance to beat Virginia that, you know, will this ACC championship not matter if you get there? And you know what Passon said? He goes, I played on the 1997 Arizona championship team. He goes, and I tell everybody that I played on that championship team. And you know what? Nobody asked me how many minutes I played. He goes, if they did, I'd tell them I didn't play any minutes in that game, but my team won the championship and I celebrated just as much as anybody else on that team because I was part of it all year and you're going in and you're going to practices and you're doing everything that it takes to help be part of a championship team. Doesn't matter how we got to the ACC championship in 20 years. If you beat Florida state in a big moment, Mm -hmm. no matter how different it is than it would be in a normal year, you're still winning a championship. You still get the trophy. You still get the recognition. It's about people stepping up in big moments to do what they can. Now is the moment the biggest that it's ever been? No, it's not. But you have one chance in one game to go out and play your best, and if you do, you get a championship. And Oregon State has that opportunity tomorrow or tonight against Colorado, and then tomorrow they get to be uh, part of the uh, the selection show and they get to see where they, you know, no, line no, up no, for no, the... no, 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 no. They what? get to see if. No, no, if they win the game they're in. Uh, right, if they win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, if I would they have win, pumped those the... breaks. Well, no, if they win the game tonight, then tomorrow during Selection Sunday, they get to see who they're playing against to go to the big dance. And, yes, there's not going to be fans, and, yes, they'll have to squirrel away in a hotel room, but mm. it's a it's a big moment. It's a big moment. It's a very big moment locally. And yeah. I have an That's appreciation for it. about it. No, no, I know. It, it's just, to me, uh, college basketball is almost a non-starter at this point. <laughs> If it's a non-starter at this point and and for the next month, these shows are not going to be great. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, well, actually, let me put it this way. The first show will be very good because we'll do the whole thing where we'll talk about, like, where our brackets are and everything. Oh, and no, then what's the first You're round? You're filling out a bracket. Oh, I have to fill out a bracket. You have to fill out a bracket? Yeah, fan bracket. Challenge. So you're going to take it I seriously? Have to, no, I, I mean, I okay. have to fill it out. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say I was going to take it seriously. I have to fill it out. <laughs> so, okay. So you say, like, like, yeah, I have to fill this thing out. Cool. So then you do. You're going to be upset ne- come next Saturday when you're like, my bracket's already busted. Oh, dude. Yeah. Trust me. That'll be literally a whole segment where we'll just go back and Not, forth like, in different inflections going, my bracket's busted. My bracket's busted. Uh, my bracket's busted. I, this is this is what we'll do. You and I can do this. We, we'll fill out three brackets for this show. I'll fill out a bracket. Awesome. You fill out a bracket, and then <laughs> I've done this. I've done this multiple years. It's okay. very fun. And then we'll fill out a coin toss bracket. What's a coin toss bracket? Take every game, toss a coin. See see who does better. Okay, see I'm who, actually down for that. See who does better. The only rule that I've ever made is the the one sixteen games because when I used to do this every year, yeah, uh, the, the sixteen had never won, so I I would always make it. They have to win two out of three. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then we do coin tosses. I'm Everybody good for else that. heads up. So and then we'll see if you and I are smarter than a coin. So let me give you just kind of why I was very excited last year, and it really sucked. Oh, when, when it got canceled. Yeah, when it got okay, canceled. Sure. You're t- the local link for me was, and I'm I'm a Beaver. I went to the school. I've uh, I've always been a Beaver fan. It was Peyton Pritchard. Sure, I thought it was great. The story that Peyton Pritchard had, which was he was from Oregon, he went to Oregon, and he stayed longer than a year. Yep. Anybody who wants to fool themselves by saying that they're a college basketball fan because of their school or their team should start to try to understand that. That's not the purpose of college basketball anymore. And in fact, college basketball is a worse version than the G League. It's no, really sure. crappy play with bad defense that slows games. And it's 18-year-olds going there with the understanding that I'm going to be here for one year and I have no allegiance to the actual school and I don't really care what happens. I'm just trying to get over the hump here so I can get into the league. And so on the Oregon side of that, that's pretty much what's going on is you're getting big-time recruits. They're staying for about a year or two, and there's no real just kind of connection with the school. It's just like, 
hey, we're going to try to win this thing. And then if we don't, it just kind of turns into a bummer. Now, I'm excited about Oregon State because it's a little bit of the opposite where, you know, we're not getting the greatest recruits ever, obviously, in basketball. So people stay a lot longer. Sure. But again, this is why the tournament to me has become so banal. It's just basically a bunch of teams with players that are going to stay there one year that say, I need as much exposure as I can on national television to try to build up a fan base before I go to the draft. There's nothing in it in terms of maybe this team is going to pull off a Cinderella story. That really doesn't really matter anymore. There's a lot more storylines if you look just under the surface. The the Gonzaga opportunity to have a perfect season. There are seen, one, yeah. there are seniors playing on a lot of these teams. Yes, there's one and dones, and they get it. They need to get rid of that rule. It will improve college basketball immensely. Oh, they they can't. They they have to. Oh, it, college basketball. It's already ruined, dude. College basketball needs it more than the NBA I, does. I it, mean, let me let me put it from this and actually. I don't know if you saw the news story uh, this past week, but Carmelo Anthony just dumped an S ton of money into a program that's basically going to recruit 16-year-olds to go into like a uh, IMG Academy type of league for basketball. Like a like a pro league for basketball. Yes, yeah, for yeah. 16 to 18-year-olds. They, they should. So college basketball will pretty much turn into a non-starter. Well, because it'll turn into college baseball. There, there'll be three things, right? Yep. It'll be... You go to Carmelo's what, thing or something like it. Let's, you go to Europe let's take or you go to the G League. Let's let's talk about that. There's a lot there. So there's a lot to chew on. Let's uh, talk about what options should college basketball players have, uh, what the best decision if you're a one of those prospects, uh, and we'll talk about how it would, I think, help college basketball. We'll do it after this Sports Center update. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, before the break, we were uh, yelling at each other about uh, college basketball. Will hates it and thinks it's uh, unsalvageable and it's a big waste of everybody's time and it should just be imploded. I think college basketball still has some wonderful redeeming qualities about it. One of the things that you said, Will, is that these one and dones have ruined it and everybody, every college basketball team is just uh, a gateway to the NBA and that's the only way it's looked at by any of these people. The Your numbers are way off. There's 68 teams that play in the college basketball tournament every year. Mm -hmm. There's more than 300 teams that are in Division I college basketball. There's only 60 guys drafted to the NBA every year. So it is not everybody crowding to the top. There's a lot of guys that play four years, even at the Blue Bloods. The problem is that the storylines are taken over and the imagination of, of college basketball fans are what are we going to see from Zion in the tournament? What are we going to see from Kentucky and their their five super freshmen? And those teams get rotated through very quickly. And you end up bouncing, running into these teams that are super teams where, you know, a team like Duke has three guys drafted in the first round of the, of the NBA draft, mm. you know, every three years or whatever it is. And, and it runs into a lot of those problems. The reason I say that it should be more like college baseball, where you have to play at least three years, is that I don't want it to turn into college baseball. College, college baseball is often an afterthought for, for baseball fans. And every once in a while, you'll have a moment that grabs people's attention. Locally, when it was Oregon State playing in those tournaments, it was fantastic. And everybody knew everybody on those teams. And it was a really fun ride to go on. The difference with college basketball is they already have their marquee event, which is as big as any tournament in any sport anywhere in the world. Right. And that's the college basketball tournament. People will always be drawn to that. So, And why are people drawn to that? Because it's a hectic four weeks. Why are people drawn to that? Gambling. Yes, it's gambling. Yes, and okay. that's not going away. You can you can be mad at gambling oh, no, and I, mad at college basketball. No, 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 no. I, I'm not saying it's going away, and I'm yeah. not going to say they should take it away. 
I'm saying, like, just look at the draws and appeals of college basketball right now Mm -hmm. and then just start to kind of let that sink in. The draw and appeal of college basketball right now for a lot of people is where's that guy going to play in the NBA? Sure. How much money am I going to put on in the first round of the NCAA tournament or in my bracket? Because here's the thing. I'm probably not going to watch anything until the final four again. Maybe the Sweet 16 if, if it's my team. Mm, I would disagree with that. A lot of people sit and watch the entire first round and watch for buzzer beaters and do all of that. And the other part of it is the coaches. That's pretty much it. Those are the stars of college basketball. Sure. now. It's the coaches and the program. So what I'm trying to say is that I think as a product, you have basically aligned yourself and your message and your entertainment value to money and potential for players but what revenue but what revenue generating sport isn't like that i mean how is that that much different than college football i know there's purists that enjoy the sport because it's you know their school and they they go on route for the laundry but it's still coaches Mm -hmm. there's probably i i would i would bet you there is more money wagered on college football than there is on college basketball. There's a mm. higher concentration. I'll tell you during right, that the would tournament. be an interesting fact to look up across the entire season. I can almost guarantee you there's more money dollar for dollar put on college football than there is Ooh. on college basketball. I'm not college saying basketball, you're wrong. I'm just college curious basketball is about concentrated. That. We can, we can look in. I know you say it's concentrated, but dude, college basketball has a long history of people gambling. The, like no question. Long. So does college football. So does the NFL. Yeah. And in, in hmm. college football, what are we looking at? We're looking at where is this guy going to go and play mm-hmm. in the NFL? So I don't think that those two sports are all that different. The, the, the amount of wagering that exists across the world on sport. I mean, you can go over to jolly old England and they, in the stadiums have kiosks that you can go and bet on the game. Uh, yeah. So not new. So uh, I, I guess here's my question: If we're going to uh, create all these similarities between what's going on in uh, college football and college basketball, why is it that college football is more popular then? Because it's football. Football okay, is so easier football to is just e- inherently is more easy. popular. Football is easier to bet on. Football okay. is football is. So we're going to go again designed. to the gambling thing, I, right? I can go back to it as many times as you want, but the reason that the NFL is so popular is that even if you're not a football purist, mm. there's a lot of ways to put action on that game, including the entire fantasy sports realm, which nobody's playing fantasy college basketball. People play fantasy college football, but most people play fantasy football, which is NFL. And that is a huge revenue stream. The fact that you have players and you have the league embracing it, thats it's a whole different animal. So I, I think where... I kind of find the difference between where you're you're pointing in these similarities between college basketball and college football sure. is that college football really does lean into its lineage. Sure. It 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 makes it a point to say, look, when you're coming to this team, you know, 18-year-old recruit, you're bringing with it all of the history. You're 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 representing something that's on your uniform, right? Yep. For three years, you are guaranteed to be a part of this team and to kind of write the history. Until you enter the transfer portal and go win a championship with somebody else. Sure, that could be the case. Yeah. But that story still carries with you. It's the same thing with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. That's what happened with him. The story of Alabama still carries with Jalen Hurts when he went to Oklahoma. Yeah, but the, the story of Florida and Cam Newton, was he at Florida right before he went to Auburn and won a national championship? The story of Cam Newton at Florida <laughs> still did carry with him. In fact, I think his dad was part We're of still, that. Still talking about so it. So but... I, I think the difference in that is that college football really leans into that. College basketball doesn't lean into that whatsoever. College the- basketball basically just has created this uh, this idea, especially with its coaches, because John Calipari is the ringleader of all of this, which is like, look, you're going to get here for a year, and I'm going to give you every opportunity to get to the NBA. Yep. And frankly, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, you're going to have one year here where we can try to get to a tournament. But after that, man, that's all on you. Yeah, and Kentucky does have a long history. Um, so, I mean, to, to pretend that there's yeah. no no legacy in college basketball. The thing about college basketball, though, is the state of Kentucky with Louisville and Kentucky, the state of North Carolina, this this ACC tournament coming up, somebody mentioned this on the text line, and it, I, 
it makes sense because I think there's four teams from the state of North Carolina in the ACC. But this is the first time since 1990 there has not been a team from North Carolina represented in the ACC championship. Yeah. Wake Forest, North Carolina State, uh, Duke, and North Carolina, all from the state of North Carolina. Is there anybody else? No, I think that's it. But um, So it kind of makes sense. But in other parts of the country, the other thing with all college sports right now when we look at it, mm. we're on the West Coast, man. I don't think people care about it nearly as much as they do in other parts of the country. There's a lot more passion for college football in the SEC. There's a lot more passion for college basketball in the Big East and the ACC. Mm. The Pac-12 has been very disappointing for a very long time in the Pac-12 tournament. Other than Oregon's run to the Final Four, what is it? What has a team done? UCLA hasn't been a great team in two decades, three decades maybe. And you look at Arizona's been okay in the Sean Miller era, which is more than a decade. So I think that's a big part of it, too, is that locally, not a lot of stories on this side of the country. Well, and your idea to basically put Pan- put everything back in Pandora's box, I just don't think it's viable. I think that if you bring back the you got to stay here for three years, you will see a lot of recruits go, okay, I'm not going to go to college. Which is fine. And you're still going to have the Peyton Pritchard stories, and you're going to have Chris Duarte's who play to their senior year. You're still going to have the story yeah, that you have right know. now. You'd, you'd lose Cade Cunningham this year. You'd lose some of the other stars that have opted out, uh, Jalen Johnson out of Duke. You'd, maybe you lose Luca Garza. I think but, you lose a lot. Sure. But then you still have teams developing. You have storylines that go over it. And then you have – dude – just uh, ask a college basketball fan about Bryce Drew. That guy would never had a shot at being in the NBA, but he made a shot that he'll be go down in history forever. Dan Dickow ended up making it to the NBA, but that guy was never going to be a one and done. And people still talk about how great he was. I was looking at a list of the greatest players from the University of Washington history. Dan Dickow went to UW before he went to Gonzaga. And the only reason he's famous is for what he did at Gonzaga. There's still a ton of stories of guys that play for three or four years in college basketball that are fantastic. Jerry McNamara never would have, you know, never looked at the NBA as a viable thing. And again, he's you're, par- you're but he's part of, of, he's part of the one and done year with Carmelo Anthony where he I won know. a championship. You're, so. you're pointing all this out, but again, if you open this up and you give 16 year olds, and you start giving 16, 17, 18-year-olds the opportunity to not go to college. They have the opportunity. LaMelo Ball didn't go to college. More will do it. Good. More that don't have a chance. All those guys you're mentioning, yeah. there's no guarantee that they wouldn't at se- wouldn't have at 17 just gone, well, I'm pretty good. And in fact, in Carmelo Anthony's league, I get paid hundred grand right off the bat. Sure. And also, if I don't make it to the league, he'll pay for me to go to school at a later time. Which, and- by the way... That's an education. And then the people that go for the education and to be part of the lineage of Duke and Kentucky and UCLA and and what Oregon's starting to I'm just, yes, the sport will look very different, but I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing. All right. Good versus evil. Next, Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan and Radio.com. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Lou Williams way outside with a three. Lou's got 12. That's sweet Lou Williams hitting a triple. Eating chicken wings. Ooh. That's so great that he got kicked out for that. <laughs> There's a piece on ESPN.com by Kevin Arnovitz right now where he wonders if the three-point basket is becoming too dominant and that too many games are being decided by threes. There have been 61 games that included 90 combined attempts coming in the last three months of the NBA season. The three-point shot represents about, well, almost 40% of the shots in the NBA today. Is the NBA less entertaining because of this to you? No, it's just evolving. Everything looks different than it did years past. 
okay, what's wrong with that? The NFL had to move the extra point back because kickers got too accurate. Whoever thought that that would be something that needed to be addressed by the NFL? Yeah, they stopped wearing leather helmets. They started wearing face masks. They have different shoulder pads. That's ever, where I quit watching. You ever look back at some of the old 90s uh, film where the shoulder pads are just enormous? Everything looks different. It feels different. Athletes evolve. Games evolve. Sport evolves. It's, it's very interesting. If you want a game that really hasn't changed that much in the last 100 years, go watch soccer. Or baseball. I don't know that uh, uh, I've had the, uh, the privilege to, uh, in any way, much less uh, an occasion like today, that have had the gentleman's uh, story that we have. What? <laughs> Jerry, just retire, please. Just. I was looking for a clip of Jerry Jones, and then Jeez. I just came across that, and I started hearing the first stumbling, and I go, where's he going with this? And yeah. then I just kept listening. <laughs> I have no idea what he said there. I, just, ah, I want to uh, one more time, though. Do it. I don't know that uh, uh, I've had the, uh, the privilege to, uh, in any way, much less uh, an occasion like today that have had the gentleman's uh, story that we have. <laughs> wow. All right. What, what the hell is Jerry talking about? Oh, boy. Well, I assume Dak Prescott. How did you guess that? What else happened with the Cowboys wow. this week? Signed a contract, four years, $160 million, $75 million of which is going to be due this year to Dak. Who won the deal, Cowboys or Dak? Dak. Yeah. Dak. Dak. Not yeah. that good of a quarterback. He's getting paid a ton of money. He was injured all of last year. He's coming off of a broken ankle uh, to a bad team that he really didn't get to play for. So, yeah, he wins. He wins. Jerry loses. Uh, even if they go back and win a Super Bowl and Dak ends up being the MVP of the league, he still won this. He. Who else was going to pay him this much money? I don't know. Nobody. Kinda, nobody. Really? You don't nobody. think so? Nobody. Especially with the salary cap going down this year. Yeah. He would have. Yeah. The most money he could have made was on a franchise tag. He could have. He could have signed a prove it contract somewhere else, but he would not may, have made half this much money. He won the deal. Hmm. Big time. All right. I mean, it could be a win-win, but there's no way that Dak loses on this one. Win-win. But Dak wins. Well, Dak already won. Dak. The if he ends up becoming the, the greatest quarterback in NFL history, the Cowboys win too. But they they put the ceiling pretty high for him to achieve. You know, it's funny. Last night, I've had a creeping sense that this was getting closer and closer. Just in the people I speak to down there are starting to say, look, there's nothing out there for free agents. And trying to sell the notion that Kim wasn't that bad when you really look at it. That's Mr. Potato Head on acid, Tim Curran. Bill Belichick and Cam Newton have apparently decided to run it by next season. Oh, wait a second. Mm. Do you see who signed the uh, contract mm. for the Patriots? Who's that? Matt Patricia. Oh. Yeah. Patriots agreeing to a one-year deal worth $14 million with the former MVP. I want to go ahead and just put emphasis on former. Yep. Newton did suck famously down the stretch this past season. Does this move make any sense for the Patriots in terms of winning this next season? No. 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 Now, from what we saw at the end of last year, uh, it was pretty horrific. Uh, I bring up the Matt Patricia thing because apparently he slid into that director of player personnel role. Uh, and actually signed the contract because, as we know, Bill Belichick uh, runs personnel and is the general manager and head coach. But it's funny that when so they... So, wait, is Patricia going to, like, coach? That's the thing I didn't understand about They it. have never really said what his official position is. That's why his signature on this Cam Newton deal is like, hey, he might not have been a great coach in Detroit, but at least he handled players well. So here he comes. He's, He's a deal maker. in the Cam Newton thing. I, man, I have no idea. The, the, one, the one thing about Cam Newton that you heard as a very high positive and high praise for was his work ethic in New England. If they're bringing in a young quarterback and they want to have him there to teach him how to work and how to prepare – fine if it's worth 14 million it's not my money go for it i think this is the last year i, yeah. I think if he doesn't succeed this sure. year I, I mean you can keep throwing out excuses of he doesn't have weapons around him but yeah i think it kind of runs counter counterproductive to the whole narrative that he's a former mvp okay well if he's a former mvp 
then he should make plays. I don't really care if he doesn't have anybody around him. He's a former MVP. That's what you keep telling me. He was terrible last year. Yeah. Well, anywho. Your favorite story. Do it. Teacher convicted of pouring liquid nitrogen on a student's groin. Whoa. That is a D move, dude. An Illinois teacher accused a uh, accused of burning a student with liquid nitrogen in class has been found guilty. Gary Broderson, a former chemistry teacher, was convicted Wednesday of reckless conduct and endangering the health of a child. He's a former uh, student, the former teacher, like Cam Newton, the former MVP. Yes, he exactly. Was, he should probably should have never been. The 66-year-old poured the liquid nitrogen on a student's chest and groin area during a science demonstration. Intentionally. <laughs> The chemical burned the student's groin and finger. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, goodness me. There is video. Liquid nitrogen is gnarly stuff. Is this intentional? Okay. So he was. Do- oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry. I'm watching this live. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Wait real quick. He- Will's live reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it looks like in the tape, this is part of like a class experiment. Yeah. And like the kid is not being held down. Like he's just laying yeah. on the ground and they're pouring liquid nitrogen on him. But you do see the moment where it hits and I feel awful for this kid. <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks. Let's see if I can find the video. Ouch. What? Okay. That's probably not the video. Did you there. get an ad? Yeah, I got an ad. Well, I didn't, I didn't hit play on it, but Here, yeah. let me fax you the link. Fa- go ahead and just uh, send it by a carrier pigeon. Would be fantastic. So was this just a mistake and he accidentally? I'm going to page it to you. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, uh, I think what he was trying to do. My pager video screen is not working. You got to get that fixed. I think he was trying to get it on the student's chest and he mis-aimed. Wait, wait. So why is it okay to put it on his chest? Uh, I'm trying to help the guy out. Was his groin exposed? Is that why it burned his grain? I mean, again, his finger probably wasn't covered in clothing. No, the finger, I think, came in where, like, obviously the natural reaction to uh, having anything hit you in the groin is to, like, then grab your groin and be like, what the hell? Like, I think his finger got burnt from that. From grabbing his groin. Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Yeah, it is. uh, That that is not what I want to happen. Let's see if we can get this. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll have to watch a video during during uh, the uh, next hiatus. Um, all right. That's our good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Their food is really good. And maybe I'll get some later today. It's fantastic. Uh, you can order it for to-go or delivery right on their website. Just go to ate-oh-ate.com. 808. Wonderful Hawaiian food. Uh, in the next hour, we might have to yell at each other more about college basketball. We need to get into the NBA. Uh, I think Jen Ellis is probably going to join us to talk some baseball because uh, baseball season is right around the corner. Mm. I see the sun out. It looks like baseball. Uh, Some news that may pertain to what could happen with Major League Baseball in Portland, uh, and uh, it relates to the Oakland A's, so she'll be excited to talk about that. All of that and much, much more. Hour 2 next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 